0: Dublin City air quality has never been the best, but we know that it was bad. Today we find out just how bad it really is with the results of the City Council's Smart Dublin programme. Thanks to this programme, we now have a clear map which shows the levels of air quality across the city in a very, very clear way, I must say. To discuss this further, I'm joined by Michael Pidgeon, Dublin City Green Party councillor. Michael, how are you today? Good, thanks, Tom. Uh, I have to say, it is a very clear map, isn't it? I mean, it's literally you're looking down on a map of Dublin and you can see green areas and you can see red areas and the green are good and the red are bad. It's as simple as that.
1: It really is. It really is. It's, it's it's really effective. So for a few years now, we've had um, what are called static air quality monitors. So basically it'll be a, a lamppost and over the years it'll monitor, give you live information on what the air quality is like. And that's really good for seeing things over time. But what this system is, is they've literally driven an electric car on every street in Dublin uh, six to ten times, sometimes even more, and taken an average of them all to see... Not just what's happening at these uh, static points we have, but on literally every street across Dublin city, you can see what the air quality uh, has been like uh, on average over the last eighteen months. Uh, it's 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 really great to see because you. Could, I think people tend to think locally. You tend to think about everything 50 metres away from your door, max. So it's great to be able to see uh, how your street is doing, how the area around you is doing and where obviously Dublin needs to improve.
0: Right, so if anyone listening to this, they can go online and and Google, put in their own street and see where they stand. Are they one of the streets where the air quality is bad or one of the streets where the air quality is quite good? That's
1: it, exactly. And and in in practice, uh, looking at the map, you can kind of tell It it confirms a lot of what we thought, you know, Dublin doesn't have a huge amount of like heavy industry in or near the city. Uh, We're not burning smoky, smoky fuel. We're not burning that much turf in the city or anything like that. So it's pretty much actually looking at the map. It's what we expected. If you see a lot of car traffic uh, or a lot of motor traffic of any sort uh, on your street or on a given street, that's likely to be uh, a street facing problems with, with air quality. Uh, streets where there's very little traffic or or no traffic, they're not having the problem. So it's kind of confirming what we thought Dublin's air quality problem was now. It's, it's not fuels. It's not industry. It's mainly just uh, cars and other yep. motor-
0: there's a target around the car once again uh, you'd you'd have to say i'm afraid uh, michael but it just i'm fascinated by how they did this it, it, it was done in conjunction was it conjunction with google that's it yeah so there's 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 a really good part of
1: Dublin City Council and actually all, all four Dublin councils work together in this thing called Smart Dublin they're trying to find innovative solutions and ways of tracking these things and yes they've partnered with Google who've done this in a couple of other cities like uh, Copenhagen and uh, Amsterdam and London and basically what they did was they drove an electric car on virtually every street in Dublin City and um, as I said six ten even more times and you might have uh, you might have seen like Google Street View you know where they've photos yep. of every street it looks very similar to that car basically a tripod on the roof but instead collecting photos it was collecting air quality uh, data so they've used that processed all the data it's all fully published published and available in a format that i can't personally understand but it is put in in a map um, that's that makes it really easy for people to view uh, and see what's going on. Right. At
0: the minute you say eighteen months ago, I'm thinking um, it wasn't doing this during lockdown. was it? it wasn't going around when our streets were empty. We were it, all. It too- it, 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 it,
1: it, some of it would have been during COVID, and some of it would have been uh, without. As far as I can tell, it was it was over eighteen months was the was the period uh, where this took place, and then there was some time for uh, processing. So, for memory, I think some of it was done during lockdown, but most of it wouldn't have been.
0: Okay. And, and what's it actually measuring? What are the the the, the you know the particles in the air that that it's looking out for? Well, there's
1: there's two kind of pollutants they looked at. One is uh, nitrogen dioxide, which, uh, you know, I'm I'm not a scientist by any stretch of the imagination, but I understand is mostly coming from uh, engine emissions. The other thing they looked at is a thing called uh, particulate matter 2.5, which is basically uh, particles that are less than uh, 2.5 microns. They're very, very, very small. Again, that's largely coming from engines, but you might also get it coming from uh, brakes, tyres, that sort of thing. Or you could get it from things like smoky fuels, but I don't think that's as much of a factor in Dublin. But they're the two things they look for. Particulate matter, which is basically just very small bits of stuff floating in the air, and nitrogen dioxide, which is a particular form of pollutant.
0: Right. And the math that I'm looking at is long-term average nitrogen dioxide concentrations on the road. And it goes from less than 10 um, picograms per Square uh, per cubic meter, um, all the way up to more than sixty, and it starts to go from red areas and and you know then brown areas and purple areas. I don't see any purple areas, thankfully, but but how bad are those? I mean, if you should be living near, for instance, um, Dame Street uh, or the t- one street near the Temple Bar, or Cable Street Bridge, I can see straight off. Uh, should you be anywhere around there? How dangerous is that? How bad are those those red lines?
1: It, it, it is pretty bad. Like it, it does have long term uh, health impacts. I've, I've lived in a couple of different cities, which are mostly due to geography because they're not by the sea, like London and Brussels have much worse air quality problems. Uh, you'll notice that most of the impacts wouldn't be short term, but they're things that you'd notice over respiratory uh, issues over time. And um, air quality, we know, shortens people's uh, air pollution, rather shortens people's lives. Um, I just to give an example, actually, if you look on the map um, and any your listeners who look on the map, they might be able to see there's a big problem around the Chapel, is it bypass? I actually used to live in a flat right right overlooking that bypass. And uh, in the two years I was there, I, you know, I, was, I had a lot of coughs, I had a lot right. of what I thought were colds. But then I moved just up the road to Inchicore and actually all those problems are gone. Uh, you know, there were kind of weird bits of fluff building up in the house all the time. All these things that it kind of took a while for me to realize, actually, this is because there's a massive bypass going right by the window. Um, and, and so so a lot of the effects, because you can't see it, it's not like it's It's smoke. It's not something visible. It doesn't necessarily provoke an instant reaction, but we know it has a big impact on your health. Uh, It it can be a little bit difficult to deal
0: with, you know. Right. So it is affecting. You know, I'm just wondering, I'm trying to find red areas. There's one, it looks like, I have a very small map in front of me, but it looks like it's that road leading out towards the airport, uh, heading towards Dorseth Street, which I know is an area where a lot of new apartments were put up um, around the kind of Celtic Tiger area. That wouldn't be good out your window, would it? No,
1: absolutely not. And like the thing where you start looking at this map is you're looking at a map of streets and roads and you think, oh yeah, there's traffic on them. But actually, there's, as you say, there's people living in them. If you look at Fibsbro, which is a bit of a, which is having big problems uh, on this map, like that's that's a well populated area. It's a place where people live, they go to school, uh, they work, you know, they shop. Uh, these aren't just roads in the sense it's there for moving traffic. And I think that's what, what the city's gotten wrong over the past few decades. These should be about places where you can actually live and have a quality of life. And just because we've constantly prioritised moving as much car traffic as quickly as possible through the city and that's starting to change now. But because of that prioritisation in the past, uh, we're ending up with a, with a very, very polluted city centre. Um, another one to look at as well that's of interest is the Port Tunnel. Now, obviously, ventilation yeah. in- is very bad, but there are people living at the entrances and, and exits and, you know, that there are issues there as well as in the city centre along the quays and the bypasses. But um, for for those who are listening who can't look at it, it is pretty much wherever there's a lot of uh, cars going through that's where you tend to see yeah, y-
0: you can really make that conclusion very quickly can't you where there are where there are lots of cars there is lots of air pollution and where there are less cars there is less air pollution um, so this is information which I see everyone putting up their hands saying it's fantastic that we have this information now um, and it's very important that we work with the citizens what's going to happen next what will, what will this be used for?
1: I think it's 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 a couple of things. One is it shows where we might have particular problem points because as I said we've got a network of 40 air quality air quality monitoring stations around the city but that doesn't quite show us where the specific street problems so we can look at some of those streets individually and say right how do we How do we calm down the traffic going on this road? But to be honest, on a citywide level, it just confirms what we already knew. And we just need to double down on the kinds of things Dublin was probably going to be doing anyway, which is uh, improving public transport, giving better priority to the bus, building the metro and making cycling and walking safe and easier. Like a lot of cities have dealt with these problems already. Uh, They've made progress on them, even when they've had less favorable geography than Dublin. So this is totally a solvable problem. Um, We just have to kind of reverse some of the bad decisions we made, particularly in the 70s and 80s, around road space in the city, which was kind of uh, like you'd see in the States, you know, build a lot of like motorway type things uh, almost through the city, widen roads, that sort of thing. We need to kind of undo some of those mistakes and take that back for people who want to walk, people who can cycle. Um, And in the case of cars, because there's always going to be cars in the city, they're always going to be needed. In the case of the cars that are there, we need to try and make sure that things are electrified as soon as possible. Because you you get some emissions from the tyres and brakes of electric cars, but nothing compared to what comes out of the the exhaust. Yeah, yeah,
0: absolutely. It's funny you should mention the American cities, because I I, I was just reading about that and how they they ripped the centre out of American cities once the the era of the car kind of kicked off in the the 30s and the 40s, what they did to cities uh, worldwide. Crazy. Uh, crazy. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so um, people wondering, would this affect house prices? Uh, you know, if you're in a greener area, will house prices jump? If you're looking down and seeing these red areas, will they go down?
1: I think it's probably already priced in to some extent, to be honest. If you're living on a very, very busy road, you can tell that the air isn't really fresh. It's, it's, it's almost certainly going to be correlated with a lot of noise and a lot of traffic. And I think that that that's probably already priced in. So I don't imagine this map in itself would have a huge impact on it. I think people know it's probably not great if you're living on a on a road that's constantly chock-a-block with uh, with loads of car traffic going by. So I, I suspect that's already the case.
0: OK, another listener wondering, I don't know if, if you'd be able to answer this, but wondering, does the government think about air quality when it's doing health budgets and, and the knock-on effects of our health and well-being?
1: Uh, it has. I know I, I know it's something that's... I, I worked on it previously in the UK. In London, they were working on it a lot and they, they saw the connection there. Um, to be honest, a lot of our transport policy is increasingly being thought of in terms of health. So also getting people walking, cycling is, also has positive health outcomes as well. Uh, so it's just an, a, another factor for me about why we need to you know, make, make that transition away from just everyone being forced to use the car for every possible journey because that's not working for people. It's not working for their health and it's not working for the environment. And now we know it's not working for the air either.
0: Great stuff. Um, Michael, thank you very much for joining us. People listening to us, they can go online and take a look and Google their own street and find out exactly um, where they stand and hopefully they'll get some good news that way. But Michael, thanks very much for joining us today. Michael Bidgin there, Dublin City Green Party cancer. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2pm. On News Talk.